Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hill Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 647. This might be the scariest episode. Like, it's not even fucking Halloween right now. And I got to tell you, I was genuinely afraid to record this episode because Cecil, you guys, Cecil got COVID. Did get COVID. He finally got it after got it. fucking 17 years of, of COVID <laughs> floating around in the world or however long it's been. He yeah. finally got the fucking Rona. And I thought, holy shit, am I going to have to record this show with Ian? <laughs> and I nearly killed myself. What a terrifying, fear. what a terrifying. Can you imagine a show with Ian? Fucking terrible would that be, Tom? What a how, train wreck, garbage fire, absolutely fucking diving bullshit show how, would it be? How can he, there's no way that he can dance dance revolution his way into your hearts on this show. There's no way it's going right. to work. There's no way it's going to, you just can't do it. There's not enough speed runs. He can't do enough speed runs of Mario or whatever he does on his. Who the fuck's going to tune in to the Ian and Tom show? <laughs> what the fuck Hold is on. that? Who's going to tune into the Ian and anything else? Show? <laughs> All okay, I want from the audio Ian. is not recording, so you better <laughs> okay. start again. All right, I don't even know how you got on this right now. This is go back, go back to doing fucking kick flips on your one wheel or whatever you fucking kids are doing. I'm leaving for real. Goodbye. Bye, Ian. Bye, Bye Ian. We love you. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> I didn't hear that before I'll show you kind of like uh, you think I wouldn't kind of put an ad right here in the show when you go to adamandeve.com and use code glory you can pick almost any one item and get 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff three free gifts a gift for you a gift for them and one you'll both enjoy plus six free spicy movies and free shipping remember to use code glory at adamandeve.com Will you kind of remember, Tom? Here, I'll just sprinkle my ad potion on this podcast and you kind of will do an ad read in a minute and 36 seconds. <laughs> kind of. So, Tom, I did get COVID and I want to tell you, you did, the worst bud. part about this. Yeah. So the very worst part about COVID for me. So I got it last week uh, on Wednesday. I, I started feeling bad. And then Thursday, I tested positive last Thursday. Now we had recorded early last week because we had Aaron Rabinowitz on to talk about a book and an article that we were interested in talking about. And so we had already recorded on Monday. So we were done. You were away Amazing timing, by the way. Yeah, perfect timing. This is literally perfect timing. Randomly amazing timing. Yeah, perfect timing. Thursday rolls around. I'm too sick to even get out of bed. 
But here's here's what here's what's so upsetting. So we moved away from Chicago last year, and Sarah and I are looking for things to do. Like when we're in Chicago, there's a million things to do. You could do stuff all the time, yeah, right? But we're out in the suburbs now, and we're trying to figure out exactly what to do. And recently, we came across an art center that we're nearby. And this art center has all kinds of stuff, like little classes and things that you could take. So you pay money, and then you go to these classes. Scheduled tomorrow. Now, I still had tested for positive. I tested positive for COVID yesterday. Oh, no. And so I'm still whatever. But scheduled tomorrow is my blacksmithing class that I'm going to have to Dude, miss. Dude, no. You're going to miss your blacksmithing <laughs> I, class? I, I 100% have been looking forward to no. my nerdy blacksmithing class for like no. the past month. And I've been like, man, I got, I bought a, Tom, I bought a leather apron. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. And now I can't even use it. I blacksmithing class. I mean, you can use I it had, in the bedroom though. I, I guess I could. I put my, it's got a <laughs> tool And if you want a leather apron yeah. for your bedroom, you can head over to adamandeve.com <laughs> at her Gloria checkout. Oh, they clean up really nice. You just, it's like a slicker. It's like wearing a rain slicker. <laughs> no, but I, I, it's, I bought this, this apron, but it's seriously like, like it's a, it's a two part class. I took both parts on the same day. It was going to be a first part of the class was in the morning, oh, man. And the second part in the afternoon, pack a lunch, sit around the forge and eat my lunch. I was like so excited oh, for Jesus. it and I can't do it. So I'm, I'm going to be at home because I, I am almost what? positive. I'll test positive tomorrow again because I'm still coughing. Right. So there's no way I'm not, I'm okay. still not contagious. So many years ago, I read a book called like how to build a toaster. Oh, yeah, 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 a, yeah, yeah. I, I know it, that book, yeah. It's a fun book. It's a fun book about a guy who tries to build a toaster literally from scratch. So yeah. all of the materials, you know, like he's going to go like make this simple appliance and he's going to, he's going to, he's going to literally from scratch make everything, not buy one thing, but everything from the earth up, right? And at one point, Cecil, this is a long way around this, at one point, he does have to smelt iron in his microwave. That's fucking amazing. So he brings, he he disables the fucking don't get too hot mechanism on his micro, his mom's microwave. Actually, he's a grad student when he wrote this book. And he brings it out to the porch and he smelts iron in a microwave. That's amazing. So Cecil, get your leather apron. No, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's I bring can, your microwave outside, buddy. I can do, I can do this work. Let's... I can smelt do this work. Some fucking, I can let's do this have work. some outdoor smelting. I'm going to have to like, and it's funny too, because we've already missed the first two classes of our, we, Sarah and I had also decided to take a ceramics class where we we're spinning yeah. pottery. Um, we had always wanted to so take you could a pottery reenact class. the ghost thing. Yeah. I was going to do it with this, with the instructor. I don't know who she was going to do it with, but in any <laughs> case, um, I, I, I wanted to like, like we wanted to always try to take a pottery class together and we've yeah. already missed the first two outings of that because COVID hit the day of and then again, oh, we tested positive geez. yesterday morning. So hopefully by next week, we'll be able to attend the first pottery class. But that's multiple days. This, this fucking blacksmith class, though, I'm like, motherfucker. So I'm going to have to take it Come again. I'll on. probably take it in the winter, I guess. I'll see if it's open. I was going to say, you got to wait for the whole fucking semester yeah, or whatever to wait for roll the around semester again. To roll around. Stupid. Why can't I just hire I, a blacksmith? Like, what's happening? I love the idea that like the ceramics class is like every week for a certain amount of classes. And like the stakes here are fairly low, right? Like, yeah, I got some clay. I molded <laughs> some mud into a bowl. Yeah. 
Blacksmithing is like, I got an I got a hammer and I'm basically gonna hit fire with a hammer until a sword <laughs> for comes like out. a half an hour, yeah. And I'm gonna do uh, that in an afternoon. Uh, That's a dude. one day class. Well, the That's thing a is one day class. They have, they have multiple classes, but like you have to have this prerequisite in order to open up the rest. Oh, but they have, this a, is they have like a fucking, they have like a knife forging one. They have all kinds of cool ones that I want to take. Yeah. And I'm like so excited, but I, I gotta get past this prerequisite and I I was sick, so Anyway, I so have, I'm I'm bummed out, but I'll, I'll I'll take it eventually. So, I I feel about blacksmithing the same way I feel about it. Like when I think about it, the same way I feel about a 3D printer. It sounds super exciting, and I think I'd come up with one thing to make, and then, and never then I'd use be like, it again. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I would like like you said, like a knife. I would smith myself a really cool knife, and I'd be like, neat. And then I'd be look around my house, and be like. I'm good. Like all the metal stuff I have is already made of metal. Like I don't know what else to do now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not creative enough. Yeah. I, it sounds like it'd be an absolute blast to do. So, and, yeah. I, and I've actually known people who've done it like in a medieval group that I belong to. So, but, uh, but yeah, so it's been, it's been tough. I tell you, missing the blacksmith class has been the roughest part of COVID so far. Oh, well, Hey, if the worst thing that happens to you from COVID is you miss the class, I, I don't think want you I, miss anything you I love, think, buddy. I think I'm out of the woods for the sickness. I was very sick, but I, I I'm out of I the woods. I think for most of the sickness. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I will say this, man: if you can avoid it, do it. Don't get it. It's not fun. Yeah. I I'm vaxxed and boosted, and I've been coughing like crazy. And I uh, I was I had a fever for several days, sore throat for several days. It was unpleasant. So I would not suggest Oof. getting it to anybody. That's a, I would avoid that if I could. A riot is an ugly thing. And I think that it is just about time that we had one. All right, well, let's talk about some stories. This story comes from Business Insider. Texas GOP Representative Lou Gomert. Lou Gomert. 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 Gave an American flag that flew over the Capitol as a gift to a January 6th rioter after her release from federal prison, that's a sentence I just read. I just want to say, like, if you're looking at this photo, and so the people who are looking at it- Oh, on, God, uh, guys. I want to show it, you this. Mm. Here's what I want to say. There used to be a character that J that, that Jim Carrey used to do on, I, I, wanna, I don't remember what it was, but he used to, like, dry his teeth, and then he would roll his lip, his upper lip up. Yes. So he would Fire dry Marshall his- Bill from Mad TV, would, right? And then he would roll his lip. That's what, doesn't he look like Fire Marshal Bill's does. mouth? Like he, yes. he looks like, his smile looks like Jim Carrey goofing on someone. That's yes, what it looks he does. like. Yeah. He it does. looks amazing. God. So this is, that's that insane sentence that cannot exist in a world more inane than the one that we're less inane than the one that we fucking find ourselves in. That sentence is essentially it. So, but it is actually a little bit worse because the woman that was released from prison wasn't just any random January 6th conspiracy theorist, lunatic lawbreaker insurrectionist. Oh no, no. Oh no. Not just that. Not just that guys. It's fucking Dr. Simone Gold. Dr. Simone Gold is the founder of America's Frontline Doctors. America's <laughs> Frontline Doctors is the fucking conspiracy theory disinformation campaign bullshit group that basically like went on the Joe Rogan show and everywhere else. And they were like, 
Uh, you know what's really good is ivermectin. They were the ivermectin pusher. She's the fucking ivermectin lady. She's the ivermectin pusher, yeah. And, and you know what's crazy to me is this is, it's such a slap in the face to all the people there that got trauma because of this, right? All these people, I mean, these are people who are just like going to work during the day and then suddenly the capital is under siege. Yeah, so this man. isn't like a... Like yeah. These are people who are like just, I mean, these are just fucking people who are just going to work for the day. And then they did not some, sign up for this shit. But they didn't sign up for it. You're absolutely right, Tom. They didn't sign up for it. And here's this woman who's getting the flag that flew that day. And if that's not a slap in the face to all the law enforcement people, and these are people, and look, look, man, here's the thing. I don't care about this. But these guys performatively care about this stuff all the time. They yes, are constantly yep, exactly trying right. to start this performance where they're like, oh, we love law enforcement, blah, blah, blah. But then like law enforcement, people are getting beat up, getting squished in doors like a fucking, like they're a fucking accordion. And then they give the flag, not to one of the law enforcement people that was trying to stop people from entering the building. They gave the flag to a person who entered the building illegally. Yeah, and like, and his his bullshit like nonsense about this is like, oh, she was a political prisoner. All she did was peacefully enter the building. You can't watch the video. Nobody peacefully entered the building. The building was guarded yeah. by cops. The only way to enter that building is to storm the building by force or to tack yourself onto the heels yep. of brute force, yeah. right? Like, Cecil if you and I are going to rob a house, right? So let's say you and I are going to rob a house. Just me and Cecil. It's a Tom sure. and Cecil show, we're robbing we're a house. robbing a house. And you run up to the front door and you fucking kick that fucking door down. And then the homeowner is standing there and you fucking drop elbows into that fucker. <laughs> and then I drop, and then what I do is I walk behind you. Now I didn't kick the door open and I didn't fucking throw elbows. Did I peacefully enter that fucking guy's house? I guess so. Because Politically. Yeah, that's you insane. Yeah. yeah, you did it. Like, you did it we in a way that collectively was... robbed that house. I know. The man. mob collectively stormed the Capitol as insurrect. Like, shit, this fucking, none of those people, none of those people were trespassers. None of those motherfuckers were like, I was peacefully showing up. You can't. Break my fucking door down. No. And then just because you're the second guy in line, you're not like, oh, I didn't actually kick the door. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. You know here. what? You know that what, shit is silly. It, it makes them sound like, Tom, that they were waiting patiently outside behind like a velvet yes. rope. And then a Secret Service guy like gets on his thing and he's like, oh, hold on a second. And then he walks over, unhooks the velvet rope for a half a second. Someone walks right. in and they're just, he's sending them in one at a time. Oh, you were, you with the two girls? Okay, girls can come on in. Come on in. You, you, oh, you yeah, here girls. we go. Yeah, yeah. Ladies then, night at the Capitol. Ladies night. Yeah, here you go. Riot. Here you go. And then he, and he closes up. These people... Shove they there's a guy with a fucking took one of the riot shields and then beat a window open. That yeah, is man. not like I mean, if she's squeezing through a window or he or somebody's opening a door or something like that to get in, you're this is Dude, this it, is it's absolutely ludicrous that they got this flag. It's it's a door that was previously guarded by a fucking cop who fought until he lost. Yep. For you to not go through that door. Yep. Like what they're doing with these, and it's making me fucking so mad. What they're doing with these 
prosecutions and these fucking narratives, the right is doing this and the fucking judges are, seem to be weirdly complicit is they are disengaging the individual from the mob and they are evaluating their actions as if they're somehow individuated You're right. from their participation as a whole You're right. in this mob. But none of that's true. Like, if I am, if I join the army, like another great analogy, if I join the army and my job in the army is to fix the fucking tank, right? So I'm the mechanic. I'm the tank mechanic. And then the fucking tank battalion rolls into town and fucking destroys the town and takes over. I am part of that conquest. I am a member of that conquest. That's how that works. Yeah. All members of the mob who stormed the Capitol. Now, I'm not saying everybody who showed up that day. No, but some if people you outside fucking or whatever, walked in the yeah. building, yeah. your ass is part of that fucking... You can't breach the front line and pretend you didn't breach the front line. Fuck you. Just fuck you yeah. all day sideways. Fuck you. If that's the case, then like all those people who were just like in a room when somebody got killed, right? Now think about right. all those people, right? Those hey, people, man. that's, that, they get charged with murder. Yeah, they get charged right. with murder. So that's, I don't, the, yeah, aiding it. Like I just drove the car. I was the lookout. I didn't actually fucking shoot anybody. We don't let anybody do this in other circumstances. No, never You can't happens. disengage and individuate. Are there any women here today? Very well. By virtue of the authority vested in me. Oh, Leo, we haven't started yet. Come on. Who threw that? Who threw that stone? Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we started. Go to the back. Oh, dear. Always one, isn't there? Now, where were we? This story is from Rolling Stone. Mike Pence says stripping women of rights more important than midterm gains. You know, I will say, Cecil, the one thing, and this is this should not be confused with a compliment. The one thing I will say is that at least in this circumstance, Mike Pence is consistently awful. Right. He's he's bad all around. He is right. he is there's there's no mistaking him yes. for a good person. No matter right. what you do, you can't mistake yes. him for a good person. Right. Yeah. He is he is fucking Mike Pence to the core, unlike a lot of these other fuckers we'll talk about. Yeah. So Mike Pence, here's what he said. And this is uh, a follow-up to the uh, proposed legislation that Lindsey Graham brought to the table the other day um, to implement a national abortion ban after 15 weeks. So uh, with respect to Mike Pence, he says that he believes implementing a national abortion ban is profoundly more important than any short-term politics. So he is acknowledging the reality that this is like a fucking third rail issue that the Republicans are losing on right now. They're losing on badly in, in every poll. And he's like, yeah, look, all right, I was a fucking monster then, and I'm yeah. a monster yeah. now. This is why bees or fucking flies or whatever hang out <laughs> on my head. This is why yeah, I'm for covered weirdly like weirdly extended yeah. periods of time. Exactly. You yeah. know, because I'm a giant I'm pile rotten. of shit. Yeah. No, the 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 thing is is that you're absolutely right, Tom. This is 
a third rail issue for many of the Republicans. In fact, Republicans across the board in many different states and in a lot of different races have stopped talking completely about this topic. This is a topic Absolutely. they don't even yep. want to bring up. When they're when it's brought up, they have scrubbed their record in the past. They've removed stuff from the website that has been because they finally, and we talked about this when it happened, this is the yep. dog that finally caught the car and it doesn't know what to do. 100%. The, there's a lot of people in the Republican Party that are on the side of the Republican Party that have had this as a, as a goal on their vision board for <laughs> decades, yep. but they never wanted to achieve it because they knew they could motivate their entire base based on it. Now that it's a thing, all the people who got it don't care. And all the people who are that it's that it's oppressing turns out to be part of their party too. And uh -huh. that's a big deal. And it's a big problem for them. But Mike Pence, asshole that he is, is like, we don't care. This is the most important thing. And, you know, Lindsey Graham, we're going to talk about in a second. These people, they were never about states' rights. They've talked about it being no. a states' rights issue forever. It's never been about state rights. We said the moment it was it was passed down from the Supreme Court, watch this space. They will yep. try to ban this nationally. Yeah, 100%. The goal was always to widen the net, yeah. right? Because they, none of these guys believe anything they say ever. They're always lying to you, Yeah. except that they also will look you right in the eye and tell you exactly what to fucking expect. When, they, when they're lying, they're lying strategically, right? Yeah. So a guy like Mike Pence, he is exactly the person you fucking think he is, right? Like Mike Pence offers no surprises to right. the world. Yeah. Mike Pence is a fucking garbage pile, piece of shit, overly quaffed, Indiana, hyper-evangelical weirdo who is not allowed to eat a meal with a fucking person with a vagina, because yeah. his weird mother wife won't let him do it. Yeah. That's who he is. That's who he's always been. The idea that like we should be surprised in some way that this guy is like, you know what? I don't really care as much about politics as I do about uh, the patriarchy. Turns out as uh, the yeah, father man. of all the patriarchy, yep. I'm totes into the patriarchy. Who yep. fucking is surprised by this? Shouldn't be. Nobody shouldn't be. should be surprised by this. Shouldn't be. You shouldn't be at all. And let's talk about Lindsey Graham, Tom. Lindsey Graham, uh, when this first came out, there was a comment from him that basically said, look, we're going to leave this up to the states. And now he wants to change it. So what happens is, is that there's a 15-week ban all across the country. Anything after 15 weeks, even if, you're, even if your state, because these are states' rights guys, even if your state yep. says it's okay to go past that. Not anymore. The states yep. will cap it. All the states will be capped at 15. But if you're under that, that's okay. Totally fine. That's perfectly yeah. fine. If you want to ban it completely, perfectly fine. But 15 weeks is going to be the, 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 the maximum amount. And 15 weeks is a little over, it's two weeks over the first trimester, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the intention of this, and this is such a fucking sneaky bullshit bill, because- if you don't follow politics, and most people don't, right? So most of the world doesn't really follow politics all that carefully. This is fucking sneaky as shit because what it on the surface strategically suggests is that nationally we will all agree to 15 weeks. And look, you know, we had Roe and Roe was like 20 or 23 weeks. I forgot what it was. But nationally what we'll do is we'll create this new conversation. We'll agree on 15 weeks. 
But that's a bullshit agreement. What that does is it, to your point, it only limits the states which are blue states. Yeah. It does not kick the uh, six-week bans or the total bans up to 15 weeks. It doesn't say it's 15. What it does is says the most is 15. That's what it does. It's a, this is bullshit from the, but it makes, it makes it seem like the Republicans are moderate on the issue. Yeah. That is the strategic goal is to say, look, hey, we're, what we're suggesting is a 15 week ban after 15, but you got 15 weeks, but they're not suggesting that because in Texas, you still wouldn't have 15 fucking weeks you have any in all the yeah. garbage states that have passed in fucking Ohio. You wouldn't have 15 weeks Indiana in your soon. standard yeah. Indiana in your standard red state garbage dystopian hellscapes. You would not have 15 yeah. weeks. Yeah. What this all this does is it curtails the rights even further of all of the women who are, by the way, the numerical majority of humans living in America, right? It curtails their ability to procure medical care in the states that have said, we're not monstrous. Yeah, we're not going to- That's gonna, all that it does. We're not going to limit that. And you know what it is, is this is just the extension of their philosophy of the tyranny of the minority, right? Yes. They are not, yep. they yes. are not happy- with the places on the map that they've carved out that, that we've already said, look, all those people, all those poor people who live in these red states, right? And there's plenty of blue people in red states. There's plenty of blue people down yeah. there. There's plenty of people in, in Texas. You know, we talk about Texas being purple. There's plenty of blue people down Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And they yeah. have to be stuck with the tyranny of this of this state and there's a tyranny of the minority in this country that has been pushing because the because the senate itself is a weighted institution towards the republicans it is it you is you know the way these things work the electoral college weighted towards the 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 republicans so we are we know but they've already got systemic ways to keep power. But what they want to do is they want to shove that power because it's just not enough just to just to have it on those states. They want to shove it on the other states. And yep. what they're finding out when they ask these questions to their the people in, the, in their districts, even in these deep red districts, even people that were Republicans, what they're finding out is that the Republicans and these people who were, you know, pro-life, quote unquote pro-life, they will all they all kind of liked Roe. The problem yeah. is, is that they've they've demonized Roe for so long that they forgot that it had a lot of restrictions in it. There was restrictions built into Roe versus Wade yes, there were. that allowed people to have abortion up to a certain point, but the government stepped in after after a certain number of weeks and was like, no, there's there's gonna be restrictions on the second trimester and then the third trimester. So like first trimester was okay, but up till 20. Like there's some there's some issues there. And so they would be, they would, their government was stepping in in all those places. And people are finding out that, you know what, I kind of, I kind of like the system we had where, you know, if you were gonna get an abortion, you were gonna have to do it early. But then after that, there's all these things that are opening up where you you have to have some sort of regulation on it. They're finding out that they're base like that. And now they're fucked because they basically <clears throat> put in there a fucking clown car full of hyper-right. Christian evangelicals and Christian, you know, Catholics that are in the fucking, in the, uh, in the Supreme Court that essentially turned it into, you know, this, 
whatever it is now, which is now to kick it back to the States. But now Lindsey Graham wants to make it so that it's, you know, yeah. all states are now even less than the protections yeah. than what Roe had. Man, Lindsey Graham never wanted this to be a state. None of these guys ever really no. wanted this to be a state's rights issue. What they thought, I think, was one, they would never accomplish this, right? And yeah. it would continue to be their wedge issue. And now they've lost their wedge. That's a huge problem it's a big for these deal. fuckers, right? It's a big deal. They've lost the wedge and now they've handed the left their same wedge issue. Yeah. You dumb assholes. Yeah. So they lost this huge strategic bargaining chip that it turns out the vast, I mean, the polling is not, is not small on this. The vast majority of Americans support some amount of relatively liberal access to abortion as a, as a medical yeah. service. Yeah. So like, this is not like something, what, what I do think is interesting. And I want to address this because we talked about this, I think on the live stream and I've come around from my own position. I want to, I want to come back on it. We covered a guy and I've since seen a, 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 a woman from South Carolina do the same thing. We talked about a guy on the stream, live stream, maybe four or five weeks back, who was one of the guys that voted. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and was, and was staunchly anti-abortion. And after they enacted an abortion ban in, I think, South Carolina or North Carolina, he came out and very, I think, emotionally said, holy shit, I, I didn't think this through. And it's really resulting in these terrible circumstances that, that we really didn't carve out any exceptions for. And I was deeply, deeply unsympathetic to that viewpoint. I've since thought about this. And there was a woman in South Carolina, a lawmaker in South Carolina who came out and said something very similar. And so I, I want to, I, I've thought about this. I don't want to throw away allies because they were wrong once and they've rethought their position. I want to recognize that these people had a hand in creating this problem for sure. They had a hand in creating this problem, but if we are going to move forward from the horrible place that we find ourselves in now, we need to embrace allies that are imperfect in our quest to move forward. And I think that one of the things that is happening post the destruction of Roe is that people are coming to their fucking senses. They've caught the car and now they're realizing they fucking lost all their teeth and their mouth is all bloody and they don't know what the fuck to do because they never really imagined this world as fully because they didn't listen. Yeah. You know, I want to say that too. They didn't listen, right? But okay, they didn't listen. But now here they are coming and saying, wow, I was wrong. And I want to say like grace for that. I want to give grace for that. When we are wrong and we rethink our positions and we come back to a place where we can be allies with causes that are good causes, that are right and just causes, we should not throw those people away. And I do think that we are seeing more and more people realizing, holy shit, you know what it turns out? I've lived my whole life thinking abortion was this one thing. And I had a narrative in my mind about who gets an abortion and under what circumstances. And I was wrong. And now I see why I was wrong. And I want to say, like, for me, I want to embrace those people and say, you were wrong. Welcome. Let's move forward because we have to move forward now. We've got to get past this. We've got to make some progress. And so I was terribly unkind and I have thought about that since. And I have, I have watched this 
woman from South Carolina since recant her position. And I thought at first I was mad, you know, like, fuck you, you helped do this. But it's also like, all right, a lot of us have been wrong about things that were important and we've come around, come around, come around while you're still in power. Let's fix this. If, if these guys can come around, others can come around too. And I think that that's something important to acknowledge. I, I think that that's a great way to think. And I think we should always try to make sure that we do have grace for people who change their mind. Um, I will say, fuck them for not paying attention ahead of time. Like, I know, man. All this data is available, right? You know, back before they changed the laws to Roe v. Wade, there were women dying from coat hanger abortions. That sort Absolutely. of thing is not like it's, it's, this is not history. You need to fucking find somebody in the fucking Newberry Library to fucking uncover a manuscript for. This is history that has happened within the lifetime of people who are still alive. And yes. so, what you know to reject all that and to be so hard-headed as to not pay attention to history is really appalling and you should be ashamed of yourself that you didn't yeah. take the time or the effort to learn about any of this stuff before you cast a very important vote which changed the lives of 50% of the population in the United States or in your area or whatever you didn't think of this ahead so you should be very ashamed of yourself I welcome you, but I, I want you to understand that you need to be better about the things that you're thinking about 100%. moving forward. You got to yep. think about these things. This is a big burden on you. You didn't just do this because it's like, uh, you know, like, like that's the problem is these people don't take these positions seriously enough. This is a serious issue and it has affected many people and they didn't think it through and you should be ashamed of yourself for doing that. I'm right there with you. I want to give them grace, but I also want to at least waggle my finger at them a little. Yeah, and man. Like, Shame on you. You need to be better at this. This is your job. People in your area hired you to protect them and you didn't do it. Yeah, I, 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 I feel that impulse really, really strongly. I agree with you. I think... But I think like when someone comes to us no, and they I, are ashamed, I think then you, I want to say, you know what? I, it's like, I agree you know, with I you remember too. you telling me, you taught me this lesson in part. Remember that? I don't remember who it was, but you remember that lawmaker? There's a lawmaker that was a like KKK, KKK member. Supporter. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. And I, I think about that and, and, you know, Haley made me rethink this position too. And I thought about your, your comments when you and I talked about, about that KKK member. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, man, like. If, if we are going to ask people to reform, then when they do reform, we have to say, okay. I agree. I agree. You know? And yeah. so I just want to make that like, because I, and I think we'll see more of that. I think we have to see more of that. I yeah. think there's a reason that the right right now is trying and flailing desperately at any political tool they can, because the Mike Pence's of this world, that's not, that's a fucking fringe position. And this guy is lost. You're never, here's the thing. You're never going to have a moment like Mike Pence is never going to sit there and look into the camera and, and have a moment like that guy had that we watched right. on the live stream. Yeah. And, and if you didn't watch He's the live stream. Incapable. Here's what happened. This guy, Tom's talking about a moment that happened on the live stream. This guy who's from like South Carolina or something voted in a state, uh, uh, a state vote to ban abortion for people who, you know, at a certain point or all together. And he was confronted by someone who was a young girl who lost the pregnancy, but now cannot get the 
body evacuated from her body right. and is in a position where she can get sepsis. She might lose the ability to have children ever again because all because they have to essentially wait for it to come out of her body because no one can go in there because they essentially banned the procedure. Even right. though this this baby, even I don't know if the baby was dead or if it's 100% not viable, it's just not going to live. I don't remember either. And yeah. so he's in this position where he's he's cast a vote for something that he now, he's like, I didn't realize that that can happen. Now, I'm going to be the person to say, you like that you shit, should have realized. You should have known. But I'm yeah. with you, Tom. I am with you. Like, we should say, okay, now you were fucking stupid. Come over here. We're going to hopefully, yeah. everybody's going to get together and we're going to change this for the better. This story comes from KVUE.com. It's an ABC affiliate. Report, Texas maternal death rate study delayed until next year. The delay means lawmakers likely won't be able to use the data until 2025. So, shockingly, this is coming from the Houston Chronicle, the, the primary report. Shockingly, the state's first major updated count of pregnancy-related deaths in nearly a decade will be delayed huh. immediately following the near total or total abortion ban uh, in Texas. It's why? because it's because the, the there was none, right? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, everything turned out good. Everything. No changes. And they all live happily ever after. The end. Anyway, it's not like uh, 45, 60 days till the midterms. Let's let's make sure that we don't go ahead and put this data out right before a fucking major election site. It's clear. Like we it's you know the thing is like we don't have to guess yeah. at any of this. We you you literally don't have to guess. The data is in historically. We can look at historical American analogs. You can look at international analogs. The maternal death rate goes the fuck up. Yep. When women don't have access to medical yep, care. Yep, yep. Imagine, imagine such a fucking crazy bonker sentence. Women die when they cannot access medical care. Period. The end. When when anybody but but the patient and their doctor is involved in making decisions about medical care. Anybody is involved, whether that's lawmakers or insurance companies. Yeah, man. The result is a lesser result. Yeah. That's yep. it. Yep. We know this. There's there are there are studies and studies and data and metrics. This isn't complex shit. The only people that should be involved in these decisions are doctors and patients. Yep. When yep. you throw in lawmakers, they fuck it up. Yep. And they make it worse. And when you restrict women's access to fucking care, they die. The end. And, and very importantly, we had Dr. Jessica on the show and she yeah. even said pregnancy is more risky than getting an abortion. If you're talking about danger, having a pregnancy is more dangerous than yep. getting an abortion. And you're essentially saying to the, all the women in Texas, you're saying, cool, we're going to make life more dangerous for you if you get pregnant, period. That's it. Yep. Just period. Yep. We're just making life more dangerous. Essentially, we're going to reach in and we're going to unclip your seatbelt for all the women. Yeah, who get right. Pregnant. Yeah, right. Like, we're going to okay. unclip your seatbelt and fucking put a cigarette in your mouth. Yeah, there you go. You just here yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. let us know how those statistics work out. 
Yeah, and this shocking is shocking that they don't want this released right before the fucking election. Cycle. This is the same thing as with Santa Santis with the fucking hiding the oh, numbers know. of COVID and all that bullshit. These people know what they're doing. They know that if this 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 study comes out or these things these numbers come out, there's going to be an attack ad with it in there, and they just want to try to head it off at the pass. Here's the thing, man: the attack ads write themselves already. So you're not yeah. saving anybody from this anyway. People already know this stuff and they're going to they're going to just cite out numbers to you even if it's not your data that you use. But it, this is clearly politically motivated. It is. And like the thing is that the right with the restriction of data availability, yeah. restriction of what information, they're doing, yep. They're acting as reality police. Yep. They do it all the time. You know, like in Saudi Arabia, they've got those fucking morality police that like run around the rooftops yeah. and make sure yeah. nobody's a witch or whatever fucking yeah. crazy shit or a they woman do. Woman tries to stick shift or something like right, some crazy yeah, shit. Just, <laughs> but like the Republicans right now, I mean DeSantis and this, like they what they try to do is they try to say, well, that study will not be available. We don't want to look at the data. We don't want objective reality yeah, man. to get in the way of a good story. Yeah, man. They that's, are that's what they're fucking saying. They're scared. That's exactly what they do. And that's what they've been doing with this big lie. I mean, like, look at what oh, happened to the... I mean, like, like they have been bending yes. reality, projecting to try to say that that's what the Democrats do. But when every time the Democrats are like, well, here's the data. And they're just like, right. well, I... Ah, la, 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 and they just cover their ears. And, and, and my favorite, my favorite example of that is when the Republicans hired the incompetent yeah. fucking cyber, cyber ninjas, ninjas or whatever yeah, sure. to go to Arizona and do a yeah. recount. Yeah, and their, even with all of the flaws yeah. of the methodology of a fucking obviously partisan yeah. hackery group. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, turns out your guy didn't win. And they were still like, no, nah, guy still won. Uh, sorry. According to this eight bit shuriken. Uh, he did not win. <laughs> yeah. I miss her so much. The last thing I actually said to her was, babe, can you pick me up some Popeyes before you come back? And she never came back, guys. I need to say a proper goodbye, guys. So tonight, we're going to talk to her on the Ouija board, guys. We're doing the Ouija board challenge on my dead girlfriend. All right, this story comes from NBCNews.com. Satanic panic is making a comeback, fueled by QAnon Crazy. believers and GOP influencers. Crazy, yo. And, dude, I grabbed this because QAnon was always the satanic panic. Yeah, it's always been that, yeah. It was never for one... Like, if you ever thought for one minute that there was a meaningful distinction other than, like, some minor rhetorical adjustments... No, you're right. You're, you're a right. crazy person. But, but... Come on, man. When we first heard QAnon, <laughs> I know. did we really we think, did we think, laughed. did we think that this was going to come into anything else? Did we think we were like, no. like, did <clears throat> we think that there was going to be people at the Capitol with QAnon signs? Did we think they'd be like hundreds, Dude, no. if not thousands of people no. waiting for John, John and Dallas or whatever? <laughs> did we think, did you think there was going to be a QAnon queen of Canada who was going to travel around in a fucking RV and just like draw crowds? We never the more thought you say crazy things, the more I just want to kill myself. Yeah, it's so, seriously yeah. though, it's fucking. No, this was like Liz Crokin and yeah, Ann Vandersteel crazy nuts. bullshit. This is crazy stuff. We were covering crazy people. We we're covering people who were seriously saying anything they could to get views, and we mocked them mercilessly for it. And what happened is, is QAnon went mainstream. And the thing is, is QAnon's mainstream enough where now. Even like Trump isn't fucking, isn't denying 
QAnon stuff. Like he's like, even, oh, even, and so we're in this position now where there's enough people and there's enough people who believe in QAnon on the Republican side to make it a viable way to gain office in our country. And yeah. of course you would tack the satanic panic onto this because look, you're, you're fueling into one of the, one of the biggest, like, like, I want to say like, it's one of the ways in which you can attach yourself to another form of crazy and religion in its own way is another form of crazy. It is. And, yep. and these people that are really hyper-religious, they are absolutely terrified of Satan and all of Satan's minions and the battle between God and angels and Satan and all that. And if you start talking about that stuff, I mean, all this stuff is already blood God shit anyway, but it fits so well. It's fucking, it's fucking peanut butter and chocolate, man. It fits yeah, dude, really well this together. Is, this is it. Like to, to make the shift from QAnon to a satanic panic requires like such a dearth of imagination yeah, that it is almost a beggar's belief. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, what was what was the satanic panic? The satanic panic was that there is a a cabal of ultra powerful Satanists yeah. committing heinous child rape and murder. Yeah. And what is QAnon? Well, there's a cabal. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just redone. Like, it's just, there's a mild, this is a rebranding, man. This yeah. isn't even like the difference between Coke and new Coke. This yeah. is just like, hey, the can looks a little different. We fucking adjusted the C on Coke so it has like a fucking sans serif font or whatever. Sure. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's the same fucking flavor. It's ex it's it's like it's like every movie is a fucking Jesus story or whatever. It's the same right. thing. It's like it's yeah. like it's stealing the same trope over and over and over again, and it's just reusing it. A hundred percent. But man, these people are just. Uh, what's crazy about this is it's starting to sting some of the people who have. I, I think probably <laughs> either either time they've benefited off of it or they've they've ignored it in the past. So that they and and just sort of work their way around it and been like, yeah, maybe my followers are a little crazy about QAnon. I don't think I don't believe that stuff. And then suddenly now they're having to defend themselves because just like we found out, you know, when the firefighter prophet is fighting against this other yep. guy, th th if if everybody says they talk to the guy who is in charge, nobody, everybody, and everybody's yep. lying, they can make up literally anything they want. Yes, that's exactly the thing is that. None of this narrative is tethered in anything approaching reality. Right. None of it. None of this has foundational, like, beliefs that are immutable in any way. None of this is tethered to any sort of demonstrable fact pattern. So if you get in the way of this or you sort of become a part of this, like, movement of train wreck insanity, it, there's no reason to think that at some point you won't be singled out and go down with the ship. Yeah. Look at how many people on the right have gone down with this fucking ship. Think about, just, just pause for a second and think about if you were in the orbit of the insanity of the right over the course of the last five years, how many of those fucking people's lives have been ruined? Yeah. So many of those people's lives yeah. have been ruined. So many of those people have been taken down and destroyed and they've lost their jobs and careers. Why would this be different? Yeah. The reason that that worked is because all of that was completely unhinged, batshit crazy, untethered from reality, dataless, evidenceless, 
bullshit. So like all you have to do to make the next accusation stick is simply to make the accusation. Once the accusation is made, the problem with all this shit is that the accusation itself becomes de facto evidence of itself. It's a fucking Ouroboros yeah, of nonsense. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's the real reason. And that's and that's how they get to manipulate people, but it also bites you in the ass, right? Yeah. It's easy to manipulate people, but then anybody can use it against you. And so right. you're you're essentially fucked. And and that's and and man, I I seriously think one of the ways to get out of this is just to have trolls infiltrate and start accusing all these big leaders of being, of being part of this QAnon thing from the beginning. So you start using Q as a way to say, no, Trump isn't the guy. He's the guy who's right. been, you know what I mean? Like, and so you, you just use Q to attack them all. And then you just have them fighting each other constantly just in a big fucking <laughs> like, like they look like that, that fucking, uh, the, the Tasmanian devil's like, <laughs> that guy that spins around. Just uh -huh, have them like, yeah. that's what they look right. like. They just look like a fucking million assholes all fucking chasing each other. And then you have them fight each other until they just go away. It's like a bad guy fight. You're like, good. All the bad guys fight and nobody cares. That's, I yeah. think like that's probably going to be the way that this gets taken down is that enough people just keep going after each other. And this guy in this, in this story is basically like, I'm not a pedophile. I'm not a Satanist. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, man. man. I, I read this story and it's like, like, I don't care. Like, I like there's stories like these guys like getting like their lives get ruined, but their lives get ruined because they're fucking toxic adjacent. Yeah, you rode and, this and fucking tiger right. already. Yeah. They, it's like it's like they fucking get on a surfboard and they fucking paddle out into a toxic fucking sludge. And then they're like, oh, hey, if I fall into the fucking sludge, I'm really screwed. And every once in a while they fall into the fucking sludge. And you're like. You're surfing on sludge, you stupid asshole. Man. You thought that you that you thought this wave was going to carry you, but this wave doesn't give a shit. The yeah. wave is simply the wave. The wave is fucking agnostic to all of you motherfuckers. It yeah. doesn't care who it chews up. No, man. And I love that it chews these guys up. I yeah, love man. it. It's fucking Mwah. It's yeah. chef's kiss delicious. Yeah, get it. And I and I hope more people get chewed up by it. I hope it just keeps yep. on chewing more people up. More of these people need to go. And there's plenty of these people who have who have weaponized QAnon time and time again. And I'd love to see it weaponized against them because it's very easy to harness. It's super yeah, easy to convince. These people are ultra convincible. Like, why haven't you fucked Myra yet? <sighs> well, we can't because of pillow pants the fuck's Pillow Pants? Pillow Pants is a little troll who lives in her pussy. Pillow Pants is her pussy troll? <laughs> Duh. This story comes from Rolling Stone. Amazing. Trump is very upset. Pillow guy Mike Lindell got his phone seized at a Hardee's drive-thru. Tom, the best part about this, <laughs> the best part about this is Hardee's tweet after the fact when they're like, Hey, now that you know who we are, try our pillowy biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You win. The, you win the social medias forever by fucking dunking on this guy. So great. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. I saw, I saw another tweet. Uh, I think it was from Hardee's. I think, I, I think it was real. I didn't go to Twitter to double check it. So it was a screen grab. But it, it was a tweet from Hardee's that said like, 
hey, if you've still got your phone, download the Hardee's app and you amazing. get a free biscuit. Amazing, or whatever dude. it was. And Fucking it's, amazing. It's just, oh, it's so good. Uh, this is the greatest, like, sir, this is a Wendy's. I know it's exactly, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> sir, this is a Hardee's. He's, he's there. And the best part is, is I watch this. I watch this guy's clip. There's a clip of him. Oh, so Lindell is flipping so out, and he's fucking this guy. I know <laughs> he's, so, he's he's just so scatterbrained. He can't even finish a sentence. But he's moving as he's talking, Tom. He's moving a whole bunch of papers around on his desk, and he's talking. <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, they took my phone, and I don't have a computer, and all my business is on my phone." And, and so, and they said, oh, don't talk about it. And he holds up a paper that says he's not allowed to talk about it or something. I don't know what, I, it's a piece yeah, of paper right. that says FBI. I have no idea what it says on it. But, um, but this he This is Hardy's receipt. Exactly, this is Hardy's. This is like two double cheeseburgers and fucking Here's curly fries. pillowy biscuit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy though. And, and evidently Trump was upset about this too. Trump was saying that like, and, and these guys are saying all the same things, right? So Trump now, his tune is, you are weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ to come after your political enemies. And it's so funny because literally that's what every single Republican has ever done since the beginning of time. And they right. suddenly are getting investigated for, it's not like Joe Biden is tenting his fingers looking for things to send them. They're like, hey man, can we have our documents back? And then he doesn't give them back at all. No. And then they have to go break his doors down. It's, you know, look, man, just follow the it's rules. Nonsense. But instead, they're using this as a way to convince all the yokels that believe them that they are being unfairly targeted by the yeah. justice system in the United States, which is an absolute lie. People just wanted their documents back. That didn't, it's a top secret document. You literally can't think of a reason why they would have it. Yeah, it, it, this is, there was, there was something like, and I don't, I, I may get the number wrong, but I don't think it's way off. There was something like nine Benghazi investigations yeah, that man. spanned the yeah, course man. of like half a decade. Yeah, right? dude. So, and they found literally nothing. They found nothing of any serious substance at all. So, like, it's not like the Republicans are like, hey, 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 hey we're living left. But even if, and I don't want to do a, a too quoque argument. The thing is that the Republicans in this case have been acting egregiously illegally. Sure. That's it. The yeah. FBI, the director of the FBI is not a Democrat. He's a Trump-appointed Republican. That's who the director of the FBI is right now, today. It's that we didn't, Biden didn't show up and kick the old FBI director out. Like, Biden doesn't call up the FBI and say, hey, man, here's what I want you to, that's not how any of this shit works. That's how Trump it's tried to do it, though. Structure, right. But that's, Trump, but that's the thing is, Trump yes. thinks that's how it works because that's how he wanted it to work. Right. Do you remember when he, like, cornered, I think it was Comey. It was when Comey. He cornered Comey and was like, I need you to be loyal. I need you to pledge that you're fucking loyal. And Comey's like, I'd rather quit my job. That's, you're fucking nuts. Like, that shit is like bonkers town bullshit. These guys have, they're, if you show up, Cecil, and you say, Tom, give me your phone. I'll be like, okay, okay. And here's my phone. You don't have to fucking accost me at the fucking Hardee's drive-through <laughs> because it's it's not like the first time they asked this fucker for his phone was when they fucking showed up at Hardee's, you know? Yeah. Like these guys get all these fuckers, they get time and time and time and time and chance and chance and chance and chance to fucking cooperate with an investigation. 
If you want to investigate me for fucking how many top secret classified fucking documents does Tom have in his house or on his phone? I'd be like, dude, come to my house. Look and around for top secret shit. I don't steal things, asshole. Yeah. You grab my phone, the worst you're going to see is like pics that are going to make you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, you just, you're looking over their shoulder like, no, scroll back to that one. No, go right. back. I want like, you to no, go that's back. A good pick. Don't you fucking delete that shit. Dave, I'm back my shit back. up to the cloud. I'm not I losing want, that. I want you to go back. I used a whole stick of butter. A whole stick of butter. <laughs> yeah, man. These guys, these guys are absolute projectionists, though. And that's the yeah. thing is they think everybody's doing the things that they're doing. And so when Trump says they've weaponized the DOJ, it's because that's what he wanted to do. Even if he right. wasn't able to do it, that's what he wanted to do. You know, you think about all the times that Trump got in trouble while he was in office. These are all reasonable ways that a person should should you shouldn't be doing. Think about all the times that a Democrat's been trouble in office. You're like, oh, yeah, he got a blowjob. Yeah, I know. It's like the, like Obama was free of scandal. Yeah. Completely free of scandal. There's there no scandal for the Obama presidency. The worst that you had was the Secretary of State. Uh, Hillary Clinton was investigated 86 million times for fucking an Benghazi attack on the U.S. The, consulate in Benghazi. Yeah. yeah. That's, and, and her, and email, her email server, and the email right? Yeah. But in both cases, the investigations by her opponents yeah. really ended nothing. up yielding nothing of nothing. significance yeah. or substance, right? George W. Bush, however, invaded a sovereign country on false pretenses. Pretenses he knew, we find out later, we knew that he knew the intelligence was yes. bad. Yes, you're he right. He invaded, he fucking illegally entered a war with another country. We, you, The scale of comparison here is insane. Bill Clinton got a fucking blowy from an intern and lied about it. Bad times, right? Shouldn't have done that. Okay, great. Does that compare in any way to murdered 100,000 civilians? Or the Iran-Contra thing, right? I mean, the Iran-Contra thing for Reagan. Back to Iran-Contra. Iran-Contra. Like, these people Thank have you. been, these people have been with their arms up their own ass yes. to the elbows the entire time. They've been fucking up like crazy and every time they get investigated, they blame it on, on the other side. They're like, oh no, yeah, it's you guys. Are, you guys are the ones who are doing the witch hunt. I mean, it, it was a witch hunt during Reagan, dude. Yep, it was a, yeah, Reagan, deeply problematic. George Herbert Walker Bush, I don't think there was any scandal. I can't remember a scandal. He invaded, with he invaded Iraq. I don't know. I don't know if there was anything around that because I wasn't yeah. super politically active at the I, time. And I don't, I don't recall anything, but W was a fucking nightmare. And Trump, Trump was, I mean, like Trump's like fucking call was Zelensky. Yeah, the call I mean, how Zelensky. bad does that look in yeah. retrospect? Yeah, right. Holy shit. Hey, I'm going to withhold military aid unless you give me fucking dirt on my fucking political opponent. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. That's existentially required aid. By the way, I was scheduled because I had I got COVID and I wasn't able to do it, but I was scheduled to be on the god-awful movies where they review that uh, My Son Hunter movie, the, the movie oh. with Gina, Gina Carano. I don't know if you saw this. Gina Carano is in a movie called My Son Hunter, I was sick Wednesday night and I watched it and I think it gave me COVID. I think that's what gave me COVID. <laughs> Maybe you just had a, a, a Dude, fucking bad movie it's hangover. It's so bad. It's so bad. I watched that whole movie. It's literally the worst movie. But it's all, again, it's all this projecting. It's the right trying to project how bad they, how bad they are onto other people. That's essentially what this is. And that's, that's all Trump's doing. 
Hey, honey, what you got there? Popcorn from Dairy Queen. Want to try? Sure. Mmm. Hey, wait a second. But, but, but. This isn't popcorn, you idiot. It's popcorn shrimp! Oh, I knew there was something familiar about it. Hold on. Where are the kids? The DQ Popcorn Shrimp Basket. So good, shrimp would eat them. So if fast food is really a, an important part of our fucking national media landscape. This story comes from wearecentralpa.com. Armed Pennsylvania man in wig trying to restore Trump as president what arrested was, at the Dairy Queen. What color was the wig? I, I want to say, please say, <laughs> please say it was like, it was like the little girl from Frozen wig. That would be it the best. Because it's Dairy Queen, right? So it's got to yeah. be like a blizzard type wig, I think is. There's a fucking blizzard of controversy surrounding <laughs> this. It was a rainbow wig. Is that what it was? It says it says in the article that it was a rainbow wig. Cecil, if you are going to be a crazy nut job assassin, maybe wearing a fucking rainbow wig would not be the way to blend in. <sighs> how many depends. how many yeah. fucking assassin movies have you watched in your life? <laughs> Any of them wear fucking rainbow wigs? I think Aeon Flux did, but I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is fucked up. But it's crazy because now suddenly across the food courts of America, the Hardys <laughs> and, the, and the fucking the fucking Dairy Queens, like like you said earlier, sir, this is a Wendy's is yes. going to be an actual political discourse from now on when people show up. And this guy, uh, the thing is, is like there's so many people that are just kind of just they're like at the end of their wits at this point. Yeah, they can't. And even. this guy is this guy. You're right. This guy can't even. He's this got, guy can't he's even. a few M&M short of a blizzard. That's for sure. <laughs> I got to read a couple of parts of this because they're so delicious. They're sweet, <laughs> Cecil. They are just absolutely sweet. They're drizzled with a salted caramel. <laughs> they're so delicious. Uh, this guy's name is Stelwovi. What's your go-to blizzard, by the way? Go-to blizzard. Oh, do you like, hold on. Do you like blizzards? I do. I, I love them. I like, I, I like, love see, I like kind the of Culver's one. They're called a yes, concrete, the concrete. That's my that's my preferred type of thing. But yeah. anyway, I would eat a blizzard as well. What's your go-to? Peanut butter cup, extra peanut butter cup. Okay. Mine is an Oreo I want cookie. a lot of crunching. Oreo cookie is Oreo cookie's mine. Oreo's so good. Oreo is so good. Oreo it's is just so where good. it's at. And I've tried a bunch of different ones. I do like Butterfinger as well. Butterfinger is a very good one. That's a delicious one. Um, M&M is good. And you're right. Peanut butter cup is outstanding as well. Very good. Love all good. Peanut butter cup. Solid choices. Do you know which one should be better? And I've gotten it more times than I'm willing to admit. Um, and I want it to be delayed, but Snickers, not good. Really? It's so, those like nougaty bits, they freeze and oh, they become yeah. Too impenetrably angry. Well, and then you bite into them and then you stick. So you bite yes. and then it sticks, I and now you're, you're now your your fucking your your mouth is fused together until it can undo that, like a crocodile yes. or whatever. Like That's someone's it. holding your you snout. You just have to wait for your face yeah. to dissolve. That's awful. It. You're, yeah, you're glued together for life. I've never had any of the fruit ones. Like I know that they do fruit ones, but I'm just always like, why on I'm earth would I? I would not I pollute could put ice candy cream. What I could put candy? What are you thinking? I would this not do this. I, so, I, do you have an Andes? Near you, Andy's Frozen Custard. That's another frozen custard chain. I'm possibly. <clears throat> I don't know. They have a seasonal, and they have it every year. 
key lime pie. Do you like key lime pie? Yeah, I like key lime pie. Solid. Yeah. It's fucking delicious. It tastes What's the crust? Just, they put pie crust. Oh, that's awesome. See, now that's it's outstanding. So good. That's I so can't good. even, like, it's so good that, like, I won't, I drive past it because I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't. I can't. Because you'll, you'll eat a whole good. one. You'll eat a whole one. I'll eat the whole, I'll get a big one, dude. So, I'll get, I'll get myself sick. One of the things that I would love to try if they, if they did a good job would be like a chocolate eclair one. That sounds oh, good to me. That sounds really good. That sounds good, right? But but I don't know if anybody could pull it off. But when you say they put dough in there, I wonder if you could do potashu. I don't know what that would taste like frozen. I have had frozen eclairs. I've had and frozen I think eclairs. It, they hold up. And, and they hold up. So I wonder if you could do potashu like that. So it's interesting to, like, there's, I, I the thing is, though, is I am such a creature of habit that when I show up to one of these places, I barely even look at the menu. I'm always just like, yeah, I give know. me the cookies and cream. I'll have the cookies and cream. Because it's so fucking good every time. Dude, it's so... I, I I usually do the same thing with peanut butter cup. Again, extra peanut butter cup. I don't want to be stingy. No, like, I don't blame you. I'll get in there. Yeah, get in get there. In there. Yeah. yeah. Until, like I said, the other day, I like maybe know, five, six weeks ago, I drove up to one and they had these signs and they're like, we got key lime pie. It's oh, back. Sounds good. And sounds I was amazing. like, I got fucking... You know, Perfect. there's going to be people who are going to send us and say they had a banana runts one or whatever. And that's... Yeah, we got... Because we got emails from people that said that the fake banana flavor is an acceptable thing No, it's not. To consume. It's not an acceptable flavor. Uh, it's no, not a good it, flavor. If you are in a, a bunker waiting yeah. out the end of the world, yeah. and the only thing that is left is banana Laffy Taffy and banana runts... You check your magazine to see how many bullets are in it because you're like it's that time guy at the, You're like the guy at the end of the mist. You're like, okay, we're all going to put each a bullet in somebody. Here we go. We're going to do this. We're, we're no luck. Because you might as well just reach into the bottom of your garbage can and take the banana peel out of there that's juicy from the garbage <laughs> and, and just <laughs> ring that out. <laughs> ring that out and then put that in a glass and do a shooter of that because that's what banana runs taste like. Thank and you. And you're wrong if you like them. That's all I'm saying. You're just yeah, wrong. No, you're just objectively wrong if you like them. No good person eats a banana runt. <laughs> if you ate a banana runt, it's because like things have gone so bad in your, your life. life. Your life is, so, you're, you will essentially have a rainbow wig on and you're holding up a Dairy Queen. Yeah, asking so I got okay, so hang on. Asking for Trump yeah. to be put back in power. That's where your life is right now. Just just two quick, I just got, because this is obviously a crazy person, right? So, um, but the two two quick pieces of this I got to read. Stawovi reportedly claimed he knew the Dairy Queen workers and they would vouch for This him. is the best, dude. The manager the told best. police, that he was in the store earlier that day so and good. just put $120 on the counter and said it was a tip for the non-Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Other then, than that, yeah. And then this is the most America thing ever. So think about the stability that this person is, is evidencing in their daily life, right? The guy went to fucking Dairy Queen with $120 and instead of just buying more fucking blizzards and bringing them home to eat later... He gave a huge tip to non-Democrats. That's a crazy person thing to do. A search of his car turned up two more loaded handguns, a 9mm and 22 caliber, along with 62 rounds of ammunition. He did not have a concealed carry permit. <laughs> Only in but, America can you be in this fucking nuts <laughs> and, and buy, just, I just have however many guns you want. 
Here's the thing. He didn't have the concealed carry permit in, in Pennsylvania. That's only because he didn't fill out their like tiny form for it or whatever, right. I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't just like walk into the right office and be like, juggle the guns he wanted to carry around concealed. Be like, can I have these? <laughs> and, they, and the guy behind the counter looked up for his phone quick enough to nod. That's how yep. hard it is to get in some places yes. in the United States. So that's probably what, I don't know. I don't know the, how deep it is in Pennsylvania, but. I love I was thinking about this just a second ago, too. I love that we, like, differentiate concealed carry from, like, other types of carry. Yeah, and, like, we yeah. make it like, oh, well, can I have a gun? Well, a gun? You don't just want to walk. Well, I'll hide it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hide it. I'll, I'll have a my sneaky hat. gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're weirdly better if you have a sneaky gun than if you have, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with America that we're like, all right, all right. Now, hang on a minute. Hold on now. You can have a gun, you can't just but walk only around. if it's sneaky. You can't just <laughs> walk around there with your pistol. You got to put that pistol down in front of your drawers and cover it up with your shirt. <laughs> I want you to hide it from me. Also, so all, those sneak concealed, attack. all those concealed carry fucking things are all like in your waistband shit. So uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, man. It's just super duper uncomfortable. Like, like, I don't I understand why yeah, I wore it. At, I had to wear it that one day when we got it or whatever, because yeah. we had to buy those holsters. We had to have holsters right. to yep, show same. that we had holsters yeah. or whatever. And I remember wearing it that one day and being like, I'll literally never wear this. There's no way in my life that I would be like, I need to put this on my body and walk around. It's so uncomfortable. It's like wearing a jock because you don't need to. Yeah, man. It's like there's if you have any belly at all, like and I don't mean like a big belly, but any belly at all. Wearing a gun is tragically uncomfortable. It's like jamming a gun into your stomach all yeah, day. all day. That's what it feels like. It's you can't stupid. sit down comfortably at all. You yeah, might man. be able to like position it in a standing position that's okay. But then when you walk, it shifts around. It's, and then the whole time, Cecil, didn't you feel real fucking weird yeah. having a gun? Yeah, on man. Your hip? I didn't want to. I, it was. It was. It had the safety on, and there wasn't one in the chamber. And I was like, I was still nervous. Yeah, man. Because you're not insane. That's why. Yeah, I fucked so that. crazy. And that's the thing is like, like when I see that twat Crowder or whatever, I think he's got the best of it with that shoulder holster, right? He looks like an old detective in one of those like Barney right. Miller yeah. TV that shows. That looks more or comfortable. Whatever. That looks more comfortable, at least. Yeah. Granted, it's a fucking stupid place to carry a gun, but it's at least not jamming your dick all day or whatever. Right. You know, like that seems, un so, I don't get these gun guys, man. You're just like, like even if it's just comfort level, are you that fucking like, how could you, how could you be that afraid that you don't want to be comfortable ever? So we uh, we didn't get a ton of email this week. We want to thank, of course, all our patrons. We'll read all our patrons next week. We promise we'll read them all next week. Um, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, we want to, uh, of course, let everybody know that we're going to be doing a, another episode of the book club soon. And we'll be, uh, we'll be voting on that book this upcoming week. So if you're not a patron and you want to get in on that book club, not only listen to Rise of the Warrior Cop, which was what we did over the last two months, or get in on the new version of what we're going to be covering and reading and uh, discussing, you can join us at patreon.com or you can go to dissonancepod.com and you can become a patron on a per episode basis. We love all our patrons. 
But again, we'll mention your names next week. Um, hopefully, I am COVID negative by then and Tom's back in studio. If not, then this will be the same thing that happens next week. Um, hopefully, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But uh, we are going to uh, leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.